previously on Live at 605. And don't, don't like make fun of me for this. What? I look like an absolute. <laughs> <laughs> I look like an absolute boss coming out of Sobeys. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Live from a sunny downtown Toronto. This is season 14, episode 2 of Live at 605. And I feel like this episode was supposed to take place like two weeks ago. Yeah, we always do what we say we shouldn't do, which is when we're on hiatus, we should always just do episodes each week. But yeah. we literally recorded episode one, then I think we waited five weeks and recorded <laughs> episode two. But it's like so much has happened now. It's also like the nicest day after the shittiest week in Toronto. So I'm like, why are we sitting inside <laughs> in the dark? That's what true podcasters do, I feel like. I guess so. But anyways, why don't you give out your contact information yeah, before we get started so, on everything? Um, just because John always keeps me up to date with the stats. Thank you for everyone who's been downloading and keeping in contact with us. Um, if you want to check out some of the cool shit we've done while we've been in hiatus and during this past week, it's Val Gomez 23 on Instagram and Twitter. How's your Insta game? Pretty damn good. Although I am upset I didn't get amazing on, on our last battle axe throwing. Well, maybe it's because no one's heard the stories yet. That's true. That's true. So, but didn't you really do really good on, on St. Patrick's Day? I did do very well on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, and then you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. And I'd like to say, I think people got worried that I was going to quit Instagram because no one was showing me love. Mm. I've added no one to Instagram. And I think when season 13 ended, I had like 92 followers. Mm-hmm. Well, now it's not working, so I can't. Now I have 112 Instagram wow. followers. All sex bots? Um, no, there's a few real people, I think. <laughs> And then, so follow me on there, and then facebook.com slash live at 605, you'll see all the pictures and memes and mm-hmm. gifts of things we've done over the last mm-hmm. few months. Why are you fidgeting so much? I always fidget. <laughs> Not this much. I always just kind of like I know, roll so around. Weird. And, well, you don't have to look at me like touching my knee. I am looking at you touching your knee. That's how it always is when you get first get into a podcast oh, okay. before you get settled down. Oh, okay. You're all rambunctious. But why don't you give out uh, iTunes information? Yeah, if you guys want to um, drop us a comment on our iTunes page, because every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the news and noteworthy. Yeah, and anything else before we get into everything? Social media, Facebook. I already gave Facebook. Did you? Yeah, I did. That was the first thing I said. I said, you can check out our pictures. And you're now you're, you're the one who doesn't listen anymore. <laughs> I literally anymore said two seconds or this one second. I bet you didn't say it. Well, you'll be a fool when you listen to this. <laughs> but you haven't even caught up. I feel like on uh, the shows, on the episodes. Yeah. No. So you got to catch up. Okay. <laughs> sure. You're too busy listening to the Kendrick Lamar these days. Oh, that a song is so good. <laughs> but uh, what? Before we get started, is there anything like catch up you want to do or anything? I, I assume this whole episode is catching up. Is this episode going to be called the Catch Up? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> The catch-up game, much like the Hunger Games. And much like your Instagram <laughs> quotes, we'll just keep no! it to the catch-up. Anyways. Well, do you have a sponsorship or anything? Yes. Oh, yeah. this is so rough, guys. Okay, so hey, this well, is... Okay, sorry. I thought you were going to get into it without saying... No, this is my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. So, here's my thing with personal space. 
And it uh-huh. really just irks me. I'm staying like, as far away from you as I can right now. I know, but, like, this is good. John knows. I like my personal space. I also feel like in this day and age, if you're a stranger, don't assume you can come in my personal space. But I don't think you know, I don't think you realize how many perverts are out there in the world. Okay, I don't see it as a pervert. I see this well, guy I don't see it as a dude. pervert as either. No, I didn't say it right. Okay, so basically, I was leaving work. Right? Mm. And it, was, it wasn't it was raining this evening, right? It was yes. just cold. It was snowing. Snowing. Okay. So it was snowing. Much like this week has been snow, rain, plus 12 degrees. It's all over the place. Yeah. So John came and picked me up from work. And to leave my building, there's one of those turnstile doors. And so here's the thing. I don't get into the same turnstile door as John. No, it's right? not that big. It's not that big. I also don't get into the same turnstile doors as my parents friends, closest confidants, or anyone I've spoken to more than twice. So here's the thing. Do not come in my turnstile with me as I'm pushing the door. So they aren't big either. These aren't like those like airport turnstiles where you bring like 50 of your closest friends and all your luggage. So I'm meeting John. John's waiting outside. In the snowstorm, may I add, too. I'm waiting outside in a snowstorm. Yeah, you travel 50 feet uphill to come meet me. So I walk through, and I'm pushing the bar. And sometimes those turnstile doors are hard to open. Do I not, like, start pushing it? And does this guy in, like, a giant blue coat jump in behind me? And I kind of give him, like, a what the fuck are you doing But he was, like, smiling at you. No, not okay. What the fuck are you doing in my turnstile door? And he doesn't say anything, which annoys me more because then I'm like, oh, are you one of those, like, quirky people who think you can get through life just being quirky? And so that is my sponsorship of the week. Don't even say, like, oh, sorry about that. He was laughing when he did it. Yeah. So it's like, dude, maybe he's heard me talk about my hate of, like, personal space abuse. But I was not impressed. To the point where it was, like, the happiest thing ever. It was snowing in March. Yeah. I couldn't even enjoy it. You were upset for, like, the next two days. I know. See? But I thought you knew this guy because he was, like, like, smiling and winked at you afterwards. No. I do not know these people. Get out of my space. Sponsorship of the week. I had one sponsorship, but now I have to change it because it reminded me of something. What? Because you were my sponsorship this week. Me? Why? Sponsorship of the week. Did you slap me? No, No, I didn't. Punch me. Well, now you got to tell that story because I didn't slap or punch you. Yeah. (laughs) No, you're going to make it seem like I roughed you up or something. You punched me. You sucker punched me in the jaw. No, what happened was I had two fingers pointed out and I was saying goodnight to you and you like whipped your face in front of me and your face slapped my fingers. So it (laughs) That's not at all what happened. No, but whatever it was, it was a complete accident. Tell your sponsorship. So this day of the snowstorm, every morning, what do I do? I check multiple (laughs) weather sources. Yeah. Because I'm not concerned about myself. I'm more concerned about you and how you're dressed. Thanks, John. I don't want you showing any skin to the world. <laughs> what? That's why. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> what? But so I, this day I told you it's minus four but feels like minus eight and it's supposed to snow. So I'm like, wear your winter jacket. You're like, no, I want to wear my like trench coat that goes all the way, like doesn't have any sleeves. I'm like, no, you got to wear like winter jacket. And you're like, no, I don't want to. I'm like, like, it's March, you're John. Like, I Why is it going to snow? Yeah, you're like, I saw it's like five degrees. I'm like, no, it's minus four. It feels like minus nine. I'm like, oh, whatever. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. like begrudgingly put on a... Begrudgingly? Yeah. <laughs> so I put on your winter jacket. Yeah. 
and then cut to like nine hours later when I'm leaving work to pick you up in the end in the end of March snowstorm mm-hmm. and I actually have my hat, gloves, winter jacket, come to pick you up. Yeah. And you weren't even you barely didn't even have your jacket zipped up. No. And I was like, Where's your hat? And you're like, Oh, I didn't bring my hat. But I'm like, I told you it was gonna be I cold. Didn't go with but my you didn't believe style. me. Yeah, you <laughs> But it also I didn't believe you. It's not the end of March. Why are we having like a foot of snow coming? You know I know why? Because it's an inconvenient truth out there. Ooh, you were saving that one, weren't you? No, nah, I just thought of it now because I just made up this sponsorship. Um, but are you going to listen to me from now on when I say it's like cold? And no. Because you're checking like some weird TV show weather report. So I'm like, I'm on the official weathernetwork.com every day checking hour by hour. So I know what it's like in the morning, afternoon, and night. So I think about you in the morning and evening. Just not at night. <laughs> nah, that's, evening is night. I don't think about you during the day. Oh, Okay. <laughs> And that's why we've lasted eight years, guys, because John doesn't think about me during the day. And that's my sponsorship (laughs) of the week. Sponsorship of the week. I don't even know how many stories we have to tell you. You better have all of these notes. I do, but some of them don't make sense. The first one, do you want to know what the very first one says? Yeah. Um, Spill water, hitting my head with water. (laughs) Oh, no. I vaguely remember this. Thing. Oh, I do. Yeah. You... <laughs> oh, yeah. I now I remember because you were making fun of me. Yeah. So... You threw all the water everywhere. Yeah, I accidentally like spilt all this water on our coffee table, like all over your phone. And no, I missed your phone. No, this is what happened was I poured water into my glass, and you were making fun of me, and I grabbed the glass of water and accidentally threw it out all everywhere. over us. But and as, my computer was there. But as I did it, I moved your computer and your phone. And oh, then you were, thank you. <laughs> but I was like, I sacrificed my phone and my couch and everything. Your couch. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'll let my water take the hit. So, okay, let's put this out there. So we drink water, obviously, to live. Um, and so John drinks out of, like, one of those Stella, like, glasses, like yeah. beer glasses. And so it's a fair bit of water. But as a jokester, I always yeah, fill it. Yeah, that's why. It's your fault. The, no, it's not. I always fill his glass right to the brim to, like, make it to, funny. like, fuck with me. Yeah. And so I'd never spill it. So it just made me <laughs> laugh that, like, it. John went to refill his glass of water. And then, like, I don't even know what you did, but you literally, like... <laughs> Through the whole thing everywhere, but it was to the point where it seemed like there was way more like volume of water yeah. in the glass than it could contain because like everything was drenched. Exactly. It was funny. And then I think that same night I accidentally had bed in the water that I spilt everywhere. You what? I we have that water jug next to you. Yeah. And then I picked it up and it spilt all over me in bed. <laughs> but anyways, we have more stories. But I just realized I have a new segment. Go. Are you ready? Yeah. This one's called Broked My Damn Toe. Hey, yo. I think I broke my damn toe. What's this? (laughs) You're not familiar with Broked My Damn Toe? Nope. It's a brand new segment we're going to do every once in a while where I tell you a situation and you tell me if you think I broke my toe or not. I only, you only broke did your toe once. I never broke my toe. I broke my finger. Yeah. This isn't called Broked My Thumb. This is called Broked My Damn Toe. Hey, yo. I think I broke my damn toe. You better be putting the stings in for all these Th- times. I, that's why I did. I wrote all it down. All these times. No, not all these times. No, no. It goes I, the whole on the point top of this segment is Broked My Damn Toe. Hey, yo. I think I broke my damn toe. Insert sting sting here. Not nice try. Thank you. So, I'm going to tell you a story, and I was going to tell you the day it happened, because I, I think I broke my damn toe, but 
you'll tell me if you think I did. And I thought it'd be better to save it for the podcast. So this is a brand new story you've never heard. <laughs> this is it's ridiculous. It's a good story. It's a, it's a story. Is it a segment? Yeah, because you have to think of... Tell me if you think I broke my toe or not. Well, you clearly haven't done anything about it. Yeah, but it's, it's the same with my thumb. I, had, I walked around playing baseball for five days with a broken... Go tell your story. So every Sunday, I like to... <laughs> so funny. Go. Every Sunday, I like to make a smoothies. And because I like to get ahead of the game, I always pre-make our smoothies, which means I will cut up bananas, uh, <laughs> strawberries, and... What's the other thing? Mango. Mango. <laughs> Why are you like ridiculous? So basically, I will put in a little baggie, like your man- your, my mango and strawberries and your banana and strawberries. I put those in the freezer so that they don't get all mushy or anything. Okay. And then I'll make the smoothies for the next day. But then the morning of Monday, this Monday I woke up. I'm like, okay, when I come home from work, I'm going to make us more smoothies. So I took our uh, your banana... You gonna let me tell this story? <laughs> this is the most long. No, let, let me get to the. So I. So let me just get to the point of the story. The point of the story is inside our freezer is a bag of frozen bananas and strawberries. Okay. And now, that can get very heavy because they're frozen together, right? So basically, what happened was Monday morning, I opened up the freezer. And took out your bag of strawberry and bananas, which was quite a bit because I like to make it very healthy for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm not wearing slippers or even socks. And this bag of banana strawberries, frozen, may I add, fell directly onto my big toe mm-hmm. and smashed it like no shit. Went like this. And like this. Okay. And I was like, ah, my fucking toe. And it fell right on my big toe, yeah. which hurts a lot. Like, you're not, it doesn't sound like it hurts a lot, but frozen food that falls yeah. on your toe, it killed. And my foot was like... It was in the same kind of pain that my thumb was in when I smashed it with a mallet and broke it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shit, my toe, my toe. And I was like, put my other t- foot on top of my toes to not look. <laughs> and I was like hobbling around for a few seconds. So mm-hmm. my question is, did I break my toe? <laughs> so I have a lot of thoughts right now. Yeah. I'm going to put them in order. Okay. <laughs> One, right? If you broke your toe you probably wouldn't be able to walk right your big toe right yeah and if not stand properly <laughs> two right why aren't you wearing socks or slippers because i can answer that one right now it's the morning i'm going to jump in the shower after so i want my feet to be as dirty as possible in the morning and it's not like we have dirty floors in the kitchen number three <laughs> right this happened how long ago and you're uh, only telling five me days now. ago number four I think this is a bullshit segment, and you probably didn't break your toe. <laughs> so the good news is I didn't break my toe. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was broken, and yeah. I, it was in a lot of pain for the next four hours. <laughs> it was a little bit red, but now the, the there's no mark now. There, you wouldn't even know it was even hurt. Oh, okay. But it's a good segment. It's like, did I break my toe or not? But this implies that you're going to do this a lot. No, it implies if I ever think I broke my toe, the segment comes I, back. I feel like we've lost the listeners already. No, they like this stuff. They like this banter. we always have so many great stories, and you choose to pepper in these silly stories at the beginning of a podcast. Because people like our witty banter back and forth. And okay. that's how you, that's the segment, <laughs> broke my damn toe. Hey, yo, I think I broke my damn toe. What do you think next is on the list? I don't remember where we left off. Well, I'll tell you where we left off. The next thing is um, you had a story about the Arkells. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that was it October, November? 
When we saw them? Yeah. November. November. So when we saw this show, the concert, um, Arkells, uh, with Batiman, Tesla, Dan, and Fabian, it was a really great concert, probably top 10, if not top number one show of the year, and super high riding life, the album morning report, listen to it all the time, loving the Arkells. Then, again, at my building, hmm. right, for work um, with the spinny doors, um, we have these elevators that you have to, like, pick your floor, and then it assigns you to a letter of elevators that you have to choose which one you want to go into. And so I'm still, like, riding life, you know, super excited about the day and whatnot. I go downstairs to go um, get a coffee because we have one of those food courts in, like, our lobby area. And I'm coming out of the elevator, go grab my coffee, come back to the elevator to go walk. No, wait, that's wrong. This is a riveting story, no! like, much like my toast um, story. Your strawberry toe There better be some celebrities in this story. <laughs> There's multiple celebrities. So then I'm walking. At, oh, it was I'm walking out of the elevator and they're walking into the elevator. So when. It's from Bella's. No, the Arkells. So I'm walking out to go get coffee, and all of a sudden these, like, five dudes who are, like, probably, mm. like, our age with, like, very, like, jean jacket, converse, white <laughs> t-shirts, curly hair, glasses. Hamilton hipsters. Hamilton hipsters walking towards me, but, like, the lead guy who's the max with the curly hair, yeah. like, smiles. This would be a guy I'd be okay to be in the same door tourney style thing with. Because then I could be like, sing me songs off, yeah. like, boarding report. Maybe this other guy was in the Arkell. No. Maybe he was in the Strombellas. No, this guy is like, I'm so quirky. <laughs> right? Why does he in the Strombellas? I don't know. I've never even heard of <laughs> Strombellas. I was like, you don't even like the Strombellas. Oh, fuck him. Um, so either movie. way, I was like, what the fuck? And I'm like, wait a second. Was that the Arkell? <laughs> and so I'm like, I go upstairs Right afterwards, after I go grab my coffee, and I don't think about it. I don't even text John. And then later on, halfway through the day, I go back down the elevator to go have a meeting at this neighboring building with one of my colleagues. And we come back, and we're like, again, you pick the elevator number that you want to mm -hmm. um, go to your floor, and it assigns you to like a cart elevator, so like um, A through G. Yeah. And so then I jump onto our elevator. My friend Calvin comes with me. And so then, all of a sudden, this guy who's, like, a little bit older, kind of short, white hair, Lead glasses. Lead singer the Strombellas. No. He jumps onto our elevator, and we're like, what the fuck? You can't come on, right? Because yeah. it's, like, for security reasons. Like, we so we, like, put, like, push him out of the elevator. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, no. He's like, I need to go upstairs. And we're like, oh, you have to pick your floor. You can't just jump on yeah. any elevator and, like, press the button inside. Doesn't work like that. So Calvin like pushes him back out again. And so we keep doing this weird dance with this g old guy. And so I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Like, just go push the button. And so yeah. Calvin literally is like, where are you going? And he's like, oh, I think like 15 or 16. So he's like, here, there's the buttons. Like, yeah. just press the buttons. And so we don't see this guy again. Fast forward to the end of the day. And so I'm sitting with some of the guys on our team, and Robin and Elliot were like, oh, you know, Jay was so hectic, blah, blah. We were doing briefings with, um, like, Arkells and hmm. David Cronenberg, and I'm like, wait a second, right? And so I'm like, holy shit. I, like, I text, I'm like, look up a picture of what David Cronenberg, critically acclaimed director, producer, and writer for from such movies as A History with Violence. Um, or uh, Behind the Music with the Strombellas. 
Okay, listen, you. Stop sabotaging me. I'm I'm just adding witty banter. No, stop claiming everything is witty banter. So either way, it was David Cronenberg, me and Calvin pushed out of the elevator, which I felt horrible about. And it was the Arkell, so I could have been like, do you want to come on our podcast? Yeah. Right? And have some windy, witty banter. Well, I don't <laughs> want the, the lead singer Max on the podcast. I want Max and Dan. The keyboardist? keyboardist. Did you, so that was a pretty cool day. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I was going to say, did you know Max from the Arkells is has his own podcast. I did now that I've seen some MTV commercials. Yeah, which I will not promote because they are a Toronto podcast, which is our competition, which also <laughs> isn't fair because they have celebrities on it. So. <laughs> but uh, he is a very fun, nice guy. I bet you if we like tweeted him, like, mm-hmm. oh, you want to phone into a segment of the podcast? Yeah. He'd probably do it. Probably. Because he's a cool guy. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing them again this summer. Which I'm excited about with July Talk. Yeah. I don't really know any July Talk. <gasps> so All good. I know is the guy's got like a weird voice. He's such a good voice. Yeah. Uh, what's next on the list? Next on the list is trip to Ottawa. Okay. So do you want to talk about our trip to Ottawa? You go. I feel like the flight there was weird, though. I feel like you were possibly going to throw up on this flight. Yeah. You weren't feeling the greatest? I wasn't feeling the greatest. I felt like it was pretty turbulent. Oh, what? oh, that's what happened. You crushed my hand. Yeah, it was very turbulent. Yeah, see, you're all the things... You're lucky I don't do another... <laughs> staying right there, so good luck with that. <laughs> Just threw my pen across the yeah. hall. Not to mention, look at all the places I've written on myself. Yeah, I don't know what the hell you're doing. Well, I'm going to need a pen to write down anyways. Have fun. Here are the things I do for you. Make your smoothies, break my damn toe. You're saying it like you've always been fucking making me smoothies. Let's tell the story accurately, John. I used to make John smoothies for possibly like two months straight. Yeah. And then I... Amongst making John dinner and like working on cook. working on Sundays, I was like, oh, I don't have it in me to make smoothies every day. So I taught John how to make smoothies, and then that's his thing to do while I cook us dinner. Let me ask you this. What? Over eight years, how many thousands of dollars through taxes have I... Oh, fuck off. Right? I do your taxes. And you didn't do it for eight years. You only did my taxes for possibly six when I caught on that my dad didn't have to do it. Exactly. But we're on the flight. Not only you and Jungle Beats can use that as an excuse. <laughs> but we're on the flight leaving Toronto. Toronto to go to Ottawa for a weekend in Ottawa. And I guess it was turbulent because mm-hmm. we, we, don't, we never fly in good weather. Mm-hmm. And as soon as it took off, like, you grabbed my hand, which is fine. Yeah. But then I've never felt you squeeze it so hard. Like, you literally... Didn't feel hard. I literally felt <laughs> like you were... Cra- I could hear the cracks in my hand. <laughs> yeah. And I was making sounds like, ow! But you were like... In a, zone. Sh- in a zone looking straight ahead and I didn't want to take you out of that zone but I thought you I literally thought you were going to break all f- four of my fingers that you were holding <laughs> and I'm like oh I'm sorry then you let go and then there was like another bump and you would <laughs> grab my fingers it didn't again. feel hard to me though like I was thinking I was easing up on you which is why I'm like well here's a reason why we won't ever have a baby because I can't let you hold my hand during pregnancy during labor <laughs> and crush my fingers that's okay I'll have to give you all the drugs yeah I'm okay with that but other than that, the flight was okay, I think. Yeah, it should have been easy breezy. We were going there to see uh, one John's family, obviously, but your Ottawa Senators. Yeah, and tell them, when was the last time you went to winning Senators game in Ottawa? Probably six years ago when John started doing my taxes. Yeah, and when Daniel Alfredson was first star. <laughs> yeah. And before Sidney Crosby was slashing off Mark Mathot's damn <laughs> finger. There's another segment we could I have know. done. So this was really cool because John got me these tickets for my birthday, and they were right on, like, 
the, like the the corner the corn but i'm trying to think about what to call it is that where the stanction is this is the easiest way we were in the corner next to the sends goalie mm-hmm. first row mm-hmm. behind the glass done right and so it was like badass seats and there's yeah. so much leg room there's like all like people would jump up and like the players would jump and hit the like the glass when they yeah. score or like fights or like um face-offs were happening in front of us so it was like so much good action and the game was so good yeah who were we playing Columbus Blue Jackets. When I bought the tickets, I bought them because they're always such a shit team. Mm-hmm. But then this year, they ended up winning 17 games in a row. And I was like, oh, great. I bought tickets to, like, the best team ever. But the weird thing was, was that, for whatever reason, the Suns always beat the Blue Jackets. Yeah. So, it was, it was like, unbelievable. And so, even more so, we're like, let's not wear, like, our Suns swag. Let's look, like, more baller status. we knew we'd be on TV. We knew we'd be on TV. So, we actually, like, just made an effort to dress, like, the way we would for, like, funky work stuff. Yeah. And so, I was like, oh, this is so badass. Like, yeah. those were probably, like, one of my favorite seats we've had. Yeah. And the game was so good. So. Yeah, did we end up winning or no? Yeah, finally. Finally, it only took six years of me doing your taxes for them to win a game. I know, must be all about those rebates you get me or whatever they're called. <laughs> Refunds. Yeah. <laughs> and the people who were sitting next to me were on a first date, by the way. Were they? Yeah. How they, do you know? Because they kept being like, "Oh, so what do you do? Like, oh, what do you do?" And I'm like, well, "This is pretty baller of the guy or the girl whoever yeah. got those tickets for a first date." What do you get me for my first date? I spent five hundred dollars to go see Elton John with you. That wasn't a date, though. <laughs> I took you to go see the sounds. Yeah. Wait. What? I have a question. What? what was that band you like deked me out of tickets for? The Dress Whites. Oh, what was their song though? Wasn't yeah. it about you're the as whale? big as a whale? <laughs> yeah. Uh, my friend Jeff Chan, he went to see the band Said the Whale, and I got all angry because I thought it was your band, the Dress Whites. And no. I was going to be like, I hope you didn't uninvite your girlfriend to it. Well, that if you guys want to know what we're talking about, just go listen to episode one through three. <laughs> yeah. But this is the song you're talking about by the Dress Whites, which was a local Toronto band who have since broke up. This is called The Whale. Oh, I forgot too, though. Okay, so wait. God damn it. (laughs) Let's continue with Ottawa, and then... Well, you have to say, we went there. It was also my older sister's birthday. That's why I said let's continue with Ottawa. We're going back in time now. Okay. Go for it. Go for it? I was just saying it was my sister's birthday. (laughs) So we were there to celebrate your oldest sister Jen's birthday party. Yeah. um, And see your cool nephew, Matt. Yeah, he's like seven months old now. I know. He had his funky hair. Yeah, and what he kept doing when he saw you. No, it was actually really funny. So I was so excited to see him. We kept having like a staring competition. But then at one point I got him so riled up he puked on John. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Threw up all over me. But he just like kept hugging you and stuff like that. So I think it's because of the long hair. The kids like pulling hair. Yeah. Right? And so that was pretty fun. He's so well behaved and like just super chill. Yeah. So I'm excited because I think we're going to get to see him in a couple weeks. Hopefully. Mm -hmm. So that was a lot of fun. And then what else did we do? We took my mom to go see Logan. 
Yeah. So I think your mom just wanted to spend time, um, which you recall it with us, which was really sweet. But I've wanted to see, like, I love the X-Men series, except that movie Apocalypse, which is the one before yeah, that this sucked. one. That was a horrible ending. This movie, Logan, straight up, will do the fast bender, but is like, oh, like, it, it's a standalone movie. If you aren't into the X-Men series, you could watch that film by itself and be like, sold. Yeah, why don't you go get your IMDb page up? Yeah, this is... You're not going to use the iPad? Oh, sure. You usually, you always use your iPad for movie ratings. Do I? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, we can't we can't just be using your iPhone seven over there. I figure we I don't use, have a seven yet. <laughs> but we can use our iPad or one of our iMacs that we had. Yeah. And by the way, uh, we just my dad just got a refurbished iMac and he says it's the best ever. So well, I have to for, do a rating when I get the AirPods in. Oh yeah, those are gonna be awesome. Yeah. And my Apple Watch is dope. Yeah. So, Logan, yeah, we took my mom to go see it, which I was a little bit nervous because I knew it was an R-rated movie. Wait, so. is this on the Fastbender? No, I'm just queuing the... Because I want to make sure you have it set up because after we give our rating, that's when you always read the description. Okay. So I'm just buying you some time right now. Okay. Talking about that time I almost broke my damn toe. Hey, yo, I think I broke my damn toe. <laughs> so what do you give Logan on the Fastbender scale? Okay, so for those of you guys who don't know... Actually, I give Logan... 10 out of 10 on the fast bender scale. Yo, yo, yo. How many micro fast benders do you get out of 10, boy? Damn, dog. You get 8 because that white boy crazy. I give it 9.2. Whoa. You gave it 10 out of 10? Yeah, that was amazing. I'd watch it again in a second. I don't know if you've ever given any movie a 10 yeah. out of 10. Yes, I have. What, Mad Max? Mad Max, Nocturnal Animals. Logan, Almost Famous. I probably gave Whiplash 10 out of 10. That's true. Right? Um, I know another one you'll give 10 out of 10, but we can't talk about it now. Not yet. Um, so, okay. So, for those of you guys who don't know, uh, Logan is about, in the near future, a weary Logan cares for an ailing Professor X, uh, played by Patrick Stewart, somewhere in the Mexican border. However, Logan's attempts to hide from the world and his legacy are upended when a young mutant rise pursued by dark forces. And so the one cool thing about this film, unlike previous um, X-Men films, was the level of CGI in the film was like... Not... Was... Like slim to none. Void. Right? And so Apocalypse was basically like a 1992 video game. Yeah. Whereas this was just like pure, like raw action. Yeah, it's because of movies like Mad Max where it's like, no, movies look better when you can actually see the physical stunt opposed mm-hmm. like obviously there's gonna be cgi and everything yeah. you do but more of this was yeah the actual like fighting action mm-hmm. there was like not a lot of like blue shit coming out of someone's eyes or no. ass or something and then the other part of it was and i didn't realize this hugh jackman has been playing wolverine for like 17 years yeah 2000 said. was the very first x-men ever and so i guess he's kind of done this is like his send-off of the fran- franchise and the character yeah um and so what a way to go out right we won't give anything away because i really do feel like everyone should go see this film um i thought he was a great i thought the dynamic between him and patrick stewart professor x was hilarious and amazing <laughs> right um i thought the little girl was awesome yeah it. the only problem with that little girl is i'm like well it wasn't an issue but i was like you just remind me of 11 from from stranger, <laughs> stranger things i and thought I'm she like, was cooler than 11 no i like 11 better but it's like oh it's just new Do you thing need enough egos for you <laughs> no but it's like you find like a 90 year old girl which is awesome and yeah. she's badass but i'm like are they just playing off of like 
11? Because to me, they could have, they were the same person, only one was Spanish. So that's how you quantify women in roles. Not no, to say that this kid was supposed to be Wolverine's daughter. That was the other part of it. No, I know, but not I'm just, just some random. I'm just saying, I almost would have preferred eleven. I'd give the movie a nine point three. Okay, you actually said nine point. I know. I gave it one more point because <laughs> you felt bad. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it was really great. So that's what we give Logan on the fast bender rating. Are you sad that the movies are done now? Yeah. Or do you want to go see like? Um, uh, I'll still follow the franchise, right? But it's going to be like if they go back to like how... Um, or do you want to go see like Harry Styles as the next Wolverine or some no, shit? not at all, right? But this is where I'm hoping like how, um, what is it, James McAvoy? Yeah. How he's like Professor X in like the beginnings parts of the series. Like if they do more of those, I might go see it if they're good. Well, if you like those guys, you'll like the show Legion on FX because... <laughs> The guy Legion, his dad is Professor X, and there's always a chance that Patrick Stewart or James McAvoy could show up. Oh, is, are you just saying that? I don't know. Some <laughs> would say that the main Legion guy is also in Beauty and the Beast, which could be Ooh. an interesting movie. And then what else? Is there anything else in Ottawa? We got Little Caesars. Yeah, it was actually really funny because your parents made like really great dinners and things, but we ate like a fair bit earlier than we usually do. So I know that I wanted Harvey's one day, John wanted... Um, Little, Little Caesars. Caesars. So, like, when we finally came back from the hockey game, I think because we didn't eat anything there, yeah. um, which you recall, and we're like, oh, let's go get some, like, pizza. And your dad's like, oh, okay, let's go get some hamburgers. So it was pretty fun. We just ate, like, 11 Z's dinner at, like, midnight with your dad. Yeah. And I think, like, just watched, like, I don't even know, like, House Hunters or something. Yeah, and Mad Max And Mad well. Max again, which was so good. Yeah, so I think that was basically our trip to Ottawa mm-hmm. and everything. And then, I don't know, we can either talk about this or skip over this. Actually, I think this happened... Wait, I was going to split it up between stories. What's up? To describe the super fan of the week. Well, well, well. Looks like we got ourselves a Live at 605 super fan. That's it on So, every now and then, it always surprises me, especially when we're in hiatus, when friends ask about the podcast or inquire. And they're not like, again, I will say, they're not like... The friends we see every single day. Those, right? those fuckers don't listen. They don't listen. And so, whatever. We're done with you, right? Um, but it's like when new friends or just like friends of friends like talk about the podcast, it always um, makes me laugh and like kind of puts a smile on my face because then it means that people are reading stuff that we actually post on social. Um, so one day, I went into work and my friend... Friend. <laughs> my friend Brennan, he comes and he texts me and he's like, he's like, hey Val, he's like, so my one of my favorite podcasts just ended and so he's like, guess what I just started listening to and I'm like, wait, what was his one of his favorite podcasts? I don't know. Is it S Town? I know you just started listening to S Town. He may have wrote it actually. I have no idea. Um, but I was like, oh, what are you listening to? And so Brennan is also one of those people. One who I have. Um, a really good music bond with and so like we usually trade um, like what we're listening to in terms of like albums or new artists to check out and we'll text each other about that so very well he could have been listening about anything and so then he's like 605 and I'm like what that's hilarious and so I'm like that's awesome he's like yeah he's like I've just finished this season he's like you guys are coming back for season 14 and I'm like whoa and so I'm like oh yeah and he's like when's the new season coming out I'm like oh probably not in a couple weeks 
But then I'm like, yo, there's like 150 other episodes you can download. He's yeah. like, that's right. And so he said he listens to it as he commutes into work. Awesome. Um, which is great. And so that was funny because then when I got home and I told you about it, you're like, oh, what's Brandon's name? And I'm like, you're like, oh, this new guy started following me on Instagram. Yeah. And it was Brandon. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's so awesome. So, and I was like, see, that's one of the new followers. I got. Mm-hmm. And I did follow him back. So most people I wouldn't follow back. Yeah. So, so now you know it's like a true 605 listener. Um, it kind of came full circle, which was really awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Congrats to our super fan of the week. Well, well, well. Looks like we got ourselves a live at 605 super fan. Action on fleek! Uh, I don't know if you want to talk about this because this might this is kind of dated, but when we watched the Oscars at Sean's place and watched the hockey yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, we can talk about that experience. So this was obviously... In February. And we'll make the Oscar talk brief because no one yeah, gives a shit anymore. Yeah, nobody cares anymore. anymore. Um, but yeah, Sean and Tesla invite us over to their house to watch Oscars, but also to watch Senators versus Panthers, Panthers, which at the time Senators were doing much better. Now they suck because well, Sydney we don't Cro- suck. Everyone just fucking injures us. Yeah, Sydney Crosby hacked off Mark Mathot's hand basically, like fully like a zombie. Chopped his finger off, and he's like, "Oh, I didn't do anything." It's like, yeah. get the hell out of here! I don't like you. Uh, Eric Carlson's injured now, so you know There's the fucking team sucks. Phillies, like yeah. fucking like launch. Some fucking, like, puck at, like, 9,000 miles per hour into his stomach. Yeah, and there's different reports. You're saying he's out for weeks. I'm saying he's day-to-day. So who knows yeah, who which knows one of us to happens. believe. I'll, I'll probably trust my boy, Bruce Garage. I'll, I'll, I'll trust Sen's Nation. And Fake news. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they had us over for, what was it, a roast dinner? Yes. So that was good. And we watched the Sen's Panthers. Sen's mm-hmm. won that game, I remember. Yep. And then oh. Os- Oscars were... Uh, well, I don't know. They were okay. They are okay. Some people were like... I thought Jim, Jimmy Kimmel hosted, right? Yeah, he did a good job. I thought he did a decent job. Some stuff was like, just like safe. Some stuff felt like more contrived. It, it always just feels long, the ceremony, but it, it definitely felt more multicultural. But I also hate the fact that they have to call out that it's multicultural kind of thing. Like, yeah. certain stuff, it just like, I don't know. I feel like some stuff is really positioned. One of our friends was um, at the Oscars and working it, so we felt, like, closer to the story. But then also, because John and I had seen most of the nominated best films of the year, we kind of knew where we stood for... um, what we, th- we knew what should win yeah. and what shouldn't win. And so most of the things I thought would win would win. But what, my favorite part that happened was when we left Sean in Tesla's place because it was like 10, 1030. Yeah. Or so, and the Oscars weren't even done yet. Wow. And so this is where, like, notification versus, like, watching shit in real time is hilarious. So because there's a delay right through the broadcast feed of the Oscars. When John and I got home, we were caught up for the best of, right? And so, um, which we call like best film of the year. We started watching it and we La- saw that La La Land won and won. you got up and walked away. I and walked I like- away, but I was wearing my Apple watch Right? And then John switched the channel because they were like, oh, fuck it. We yeah. don't need to hear their speeches. We and then watch Big Sticks. We went to go watch Big Sticks. And so I walked to the bathroom because I was going to go wash my face. My watch went off. I got a CNN notification and a then, like, Washington Post notification that Moonlight actually won and there's a big flub. So yeah. I'm like, John, put it back on the I Oscars. almost deleted it, too. But I was like, ah, yeah. I'll just keep it going. So then we watched the flub. Yeah, which was, like, so awkward. I'm really glad that moonlight won however i still think it like takes away from their win 
that like all like now there's like the controversy. It's like yeah. should it have been La La Land, and then it's like the like people thought like what's his face was like senile, like Warren Beatty. Yeah, I felt and bad. For I felt that bad guy. for him, and so it's just like there's so many things that I felt like took away from that experience. Yeah, yeah, that was, uh, and part of me is like. Was that planned by yeah. the Oscars? This like who well, knows? I, I heard like as of recently, like is it PwC Price Waterhouse Cooper? Like they're in charge of that shit, and so now they're they've like let that guy yeah, go. That guy's so stupid. And so, but then because apparently he was taking pictures backstage yeah. or something. And it's like, dude, no one, you're not a celebrity. No one cares about you. No one cares what you tweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, people behind the scenes. So I'm like, good. I'm glad he's fired. Like he had one job. Yeah. Give out the proper envelope. Like so, the hell out of here. So that was pretty shitty. But yeah. Yeah, and then we also smoked cigars on their balcony. Oh it happened God. to be the coldest, windiest day ever. I know. And so, like, uh, Sean lives on, like, the 20th floor or something. And so, it was so cold. Running <sighs> disease. It was so cold that day. And we're, like, smoking cigars because that's what the four of us like to do. And so, we're smoking cigars. It was so effing cold. It was so windy. And, like, I was just like, oh, my God, I'm going to get sick. Yeah. How do you feel now? Still sick. <laughs> Actually, Sean might be the variable in all the reasons yeah. I've been sick. Well, we might not <laughs> get to the other reason until next <laughs> yeah. episode. But so then you want to know what we did after this? See, mm. look, I'm catching up on all all the dope shit we did. Yeah. So the next thing we did was we spent the next weekend in the burbs again. Oh yeah. We hijacked your parents' house. So my parents went to Jamaica for the week, and so sometimes even though John and I aren't really like suburban people, we like taking over like my parents' house for like like two days right Friday and through Sunday Friday through Sunday and it, it really is just to get like kind of detox and like laundry laundry and little, get Caesars, little Caesars watch Harvey's hockey. watch hockey that's it and so we like to do it on our own terms and so this like those kinds of scenarios I like when they present themselves and so we went to their house Friday after work we ubered there no our, we took the train your brother picked oh us our, up. my brother picked us up because Ben and uh, Benjamin and Brandon came over with two pizzas because we were having a, a quiz, yeah. right, to try and pick which pizza is the best, Little Caesars or Domino's. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was super fun. We hung out with Benjamin that night, and so it was really sweet. He made a welcome back mystery sign for yeah. my parents. Yeah. Um, we got to hang out with him for a bit. Brandon went and did some stuff with Kim. And then what did we do that night? And then that night we drove back to Toronto at like 10 o'clock at night. Oh, yeah, to pick up all of our laundry. Because we had like three suitcases full of laundry. Yeah. And I was so pissed off because, well, your mom's car, Jeep, it doesn't have, it has a CD player, but it doesn't have an aux cord to listen to like iPods. So I got like five CDs from my closet. Does NERD, is it not in this jewel case? So I'm like, all right, well, I just wanted to listen to some NERD. Okay. Guess what? How about we listen to my all-time favorite rock album, Lullabies to Paradise by Queens of the Stone yeah. Age. Got that CD, pop it in. Does it not say disc error and pops back out? <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's fine. I guess I'll just listen to like this Outcast Greatest Hits. That was pretty fun. Yeah. It was nice. But then we were driving back, and we were hungry again, because now it was like midnight, so we're like, oh, let's get Harvey's, but it turned into like a snowstorm. I know! I was like, why is it always like fucking like insane snowstorms when I drive, or like thunder showers? So we're driving, and like I think the one thing, because it's March, right, my parents don't have snow tires on their cars, and so like I made one turn, and it was like literally freaking me out, because I'm like, oh, I'm sliding everywhere. 
right? You almost then, drove into the Harveys. Yeah, I know, but it wasn't my fault. I was trying to, like, spin against it. And so then it was just like, okay, well, we have to get home. So I had to take, like, the longest road home just to, like, avoid main left-hand turns. Yeah. Um, so that was a little terrifying. But you got your Harveys eventually. Yeah, thank God. And then we did that, and then Saturday mm-hmm. we went and saw Savannah for a bit, which mm-hmm. was fun. Yeah. And then we finally got to see a movie I've been dying to see. Which one? Get Out. Describe. Ooh, I don't know how to describe this without getting in trouble. But hold on, hold on. I'll let you give the official yeah. IMDb review. Basically, Get Out is from one of the stars of Key and Peele. It's Jordan Peele, who's married to Chelsea Pretty, who plays Gina on... Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but he's mainly known for, like, comedy. Like, he's a comedy actor, writer, mm-hmm. director, but he wrote a horror suspense thriller. Is so this he, his first film? Uh, no, because he wrote that movie Keanu with oh. the other guy. This is, like, his first movie by himself. Right. He's not in it. He just wrote and directed it. Right. Okay, so the movie Get Out um, <laughs> is about a young ma- a young black man visits his white girlfriend's family estate where he learns that many of its residents who are black have gone missing, and he soon learns that the horrible truth when a fellow black man on the estate warns him to get out. He soon learns this is easier said than done. So what do you give get out on the fast bender scale? Yo, yo, yo. How many micro fast benders do you get out of ten, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight because that white boy crazy. I give it nine out of ten. I give it... 9.9 out of 10. Wow. It was amazing. It was so good. So I think the one thing... Okay, so let me let me re-describe this scenario. And let me just first give you props, because you do not do well with scary movies at no. all. No. And so I remember seeing the trailer for this <laughs> film. Was it during Split? Yeah. And so I was like, what the fuck is this movie? And it's hilarious, but it has like... um Whatchamacallit, the girlfriend from 40-Year-Old Virgin, who looks like Dahlia. Yeah. This other guy who's, like, in every, like, rom-com. The guy like, from, like, West Yeah. Well, how, long, how long has this thing been going on? This thing. This, this thing. thing. Right? And so he, you just, he's hilarious. And then Marnie from Girls is in it. And one of the guys from Atlanta, not Paperboy or Childish Gambino. Darius. So, the one thing that was really funny was that when this movie comes out, I'm like, what the fuck is this trailer? And then it's a horror movie at some parts, and I'm like, oh my god, this is hilarious. And I'm like, John, this is this movie really about just, like, white people and how racist Kidnapping they are? black people. <laughs> right? And you're like, yes it is. And I'm like, this looks amazing. And so, we go to this theater, which I haven't been to in Mississauga, right beside Square One for, like... Probably 20 years. I it's a good there. multicultural theater. Yes. Which so, is good. People of all shapes, sizes, and colors. Everything. Predominantly more ethnic-y people, you said, right? <laughs> well, I didn't say you yes, said you it. you did. And so... That's what I mean. It's, just, it's not just like a theater full of white people who are like yeah. clapping for the white like, family. It's, it's not like, like when we go to the varsity and it's like me, John, and like 80 senior citizens yeah. who may be more like John than me. <laughs> and so... That was funny part was, so we get to this theater, it's like, again, it's like snowing, it's cold, the theater is packed, oh, right, yeah. which is always fun, I think, for watching these types That's of That's how films. you gotta see this movie, the packed theater. Packed theater, don't bother watching it, like, in your house, like, it's not as funny. And so we get in, and the movie is, like, starting, and you already love it, because they open with the song that you love from Atlanta. Redbone. No, right? Yeah, it's Childish Gambino. You love the song, I love that too. song, too, but you're on, like, a Gambino wave. Yeah, sorry, song. you love this album more Whoa. than me. <laughs> So, anyway. I don't know why you won't watch Atlanta. I don't 
want to. First of all, you like Childish Gambino. Yeah. Second of all, you love Paperboy and This Is Us. Yeah. Thirdly, you like Darius from Atlanta and Get Out. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Darius Rucker. <laughs> Fourth of all, you love Montague, so. No, they just like quoting it. And I like that people know when I quote it, they're like, yo, she's so up on her shit. That's why you got to watch it. <laughs> it. Because it does give you street cred. When we were at band practice last week, I was... Yeah talking to rob about it he's like i finally watched atlanta i'm like what do you think he's like it's fucking amazing I'm like of course it is <laughs> that's why it's one of those shows if you're in the know you know yeah i love how you said we're at band practice not well, jamming not in band that's how i describe it <laughs> what? and if so, you don't know now you know montague <laughs> so Montague's. either way we go and we'll start watching this film and it's like hilarious i also think it's quintessential that marnie is playing marnie um but there were some parts that were so fucking scary that I was like, why am I here? And, like, my hands for one entire sequence were over my eyes. Like, for, like, what could have been three minutes straight. Yeah, I've, I'll keep going. I wanted to see... Hold on. This is my favorite scene from Get Out. Mm-hmm. Ready? Here we go. Wait for it. Wait. It's coming. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is the maid. Oh. 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 No. She's saying no. Anyways, you can't really... She, she says, like, no 20 times. But you can hear people in the audience, like, nervous laughter, this and that. Yeah. And the guy I was sitting next to, every time something happened, he kept going like this. Hmm. <laughs> like the white guy, dad would say something to the um, black boyfriend. He'd be like, hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Was he ethnic? Yes. <laughs> and then, but it was awesome because people were cheering. People were laughing. People were like yelling. Yeah. Like, yeah, things towards the end, people started cheering was like my favorite part when they yeah. would clap at certain things. So, no, I, I was thinking like. For my fast bender rating, I gave the movie nine out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. I gave mine nine point nine out of ten. Yeah. So I thought it was awesome, but it was like, it was hilarious in the respect that I think my other favorite follow up to this movie was during that week at the box office. It would be like Logan, Get Out, and like one other movie which premiered. I can't remember what it was, but like Zookeeper Son or some something shit. like that. But on breakfast television <laughs> in the morning. Right? Because it's a little bit more of a hidden film, Get Out. They're like, oh, you it's know. It's like Atlanta. If you watch, you're cool. If you've seen it, like, Get Out's one of those cool movies. Yeah. If you've seen it and other people have seen it, like, they get it. Yeah. They just get It's got a good word of mouth, like, good buzz about the movie. Yeah. So if you're cool, you've seen it. But if you're not in no. the end, you're like, you can't talk yeah. about it at all. Yeah. And so on breakfast television, they were, like, going over, like, some of the weekend news um, and, like, what was killing it at the box office. And they're like, Oh, Logan came in at number three, and then they're like, what is... And then, like, Get, get Out was number one. one. And then, like, um, what you would call one of the hosts was like, what's Get Out? And the guy's like, I don't know what Get Out is. And it's hilarious, because they're both white, but, yeah. like, they just kept being like, I don't know what that movie is. And you could see, like, or hear, like, the rumblings in the background off camera being like, do we want to go down this road? Yeah, right? exactly. And so it just made me laugh, because it's, like, the only person on that show who could possibly talk about it, was not present. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I was happy we finally saw it. I want to see it again. You do? Yeah, of course. I want to see Logan again. Yeah, me too. And then I saw another good movie last weekend was um, Don't Breathe. Oh, yeah. Which is all about the (coughs) blind guy who, like, stole all this money. (coughs) Just sabotaging my uh, Don't Breathe. Yeah. 
this blind guy has all this money, and these people break into his house, but then he turns out to be like a crazy killer. Mm-hmm. When you were describing it to Sean, he seemed to like it a lot. Yeah, it's all, it was awesome. So I'm not going to give it a fast better rating, no. but it's really good. Okay. What's next? Um, we went to a concert. Oh, yeah. Right. Go for it. So what's another gift I got? Well, look at all these cool gifts I got you for your birthday slash Christmas. Oh, relax. Just because all your birthday presents ended last year. Yeah, it's because yours is all within like two days of themselves. Oh, I'm sorry. How long has this thing been going on, this thing? (laughs) No. Now, one of the gifts I got you was I know you love Wilco, and we haven't seen Wilco in like five years. But the story behind the story there is I was trying to also get us Wilco tickets because we yeah. haven't seen Wilco in five so years. So I just sabotage that without le- letting you know that I had already gotten us tickets. So I was in Calgary when I saw that Wilco tickets were going on sale, and I told John, I'm like, God damn it. I really need to get these Wilco tickets. And you're like, oh, okay, well, that's cool. And like, Yeah, you should have known because it... it Instantly, I would have been like, oh, I got this. Don't worry. Let me figure it out. Yeah, but I didn't know that. And then I was like, oh, maybe I should get my brother tickets as well for his birthday, which is in January. Yeah. Then you're like, oh, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go try and buy them. So I tried to buy the yeah. tickets. And I had, like, luckily, I guess, I couldn't get any tickets. That's because I got a pre-sale code. And I barely got tickets with a pre-sale code. Yeah. So I wasn't really shitting myself because I knew you wouldn't be able to get tickets. Yeah. But I was pissed off because I was barely able to get tickets. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I'm, again, I'm in the know with these things. I know all the pre-sale. You didn't know about Ryan Adams. Well, no, because I didn't know I liked Ryan Adams until after you told me about it. I know. Him. We'll discuss this later, John. <laughs> um, but it was really cool. So finally, uh, the Wilco show came to town after five years at Massey Hall. And honestly, like Wilco Schmilco is, is like one of my favorite albums. Like, yeah, I know it's so when we, good. It's so good. It's so underrated. And so... When they came, um, they played for, like, two and a half hours yeah. straight. And, like, Jeff Tweedy is, like, such, like, a showman. Like, his voice stands up exactly what it sounds like on the album. Exactly. And so, I, like, what do you give the show? Um, on Fastbender? Mm-hmm. Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fastbenders do you get out of ten, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight, because that white boy crazy. <laughs> Uh, I give it probably a 8.8. What about you? I give it a 9 out of 10. And the reason being, again, it's nothing to do with Wilco. It's always the shitty Toronto audience that makes those experiences, like, worse for me. Right. Right? And so, um, what should we call it? To the point where, like, some of Wilco's songs, like, they are more mellow. They are a little bit, some of them are, like, cerebral and like very like synthetic like they did a lot of more like obscure like long um which i'm gonna call it like interlude kind of songs deep cuts you would say deep cuts and so you might not want to stand and cheer but like leave it to like toronto to sit in the chairs for so long and like applause as if they're at a fucking opera so jeff tweedy calls the toronto yeah. audience out to stand up right, right. Like, yeah, yeah that kind of crap is just so annoying um, I, like, read a little bit before going to see the show, and they were saying, like, I like, shows in Chicago, which I guess is their, like, hometown. That's where from. Um, they did, like, five shows there, and they did, like, 27 songs, and, like, I really wanted to hear, like, California Stars and Jesus, etc. Yeah. Like, some of their classics, and we heard, like, a couple of classics, no. but not a lot. 
We heard, yeah, we heard the big, big ones, and then it was a great concert, but I made the mistake of they played Toronto the next day, and I looked up the set list, mm-hmm. and I would have preferred the set list of the next day, because they played, like, California Stars, and they played more from Sky Blue Sky, mm-hmm. which is what I think I was missing. They played yeah. Impossible Germany from Sky Blue Sky for our show. Mm-hmm. They didn't play Either Way or Hate It Here, like a couple of those songs, or California yeah. Stars. So, it's all good, but, but it was, like, so nice to, like have them back in the city and see them in, like, a venue like that. And they actually said they're, like, oh, you know, it's so great to be back and, like, playing, like, a venue that's so legendary and the acoustics are great. It's just, like, you dream as a musician of coming back here. Yeah. Um. So it was really great. And even, like, the next day going to work, I just, like, had their catalog on shuffle the yeah, whole day. Yeah, me too. So pretty badass. Well, why don't you tell people about some upcoming concerts we have that's pretty badass. So, we have purchased tickets for Future Island. Yeah, which I'm so stoked because we've never seen them before. Never seen them before. And their new album so far is pretty good, the songs we've heard. Yeah. We have tickets to, as we said earlier in the podcast, um, Arkell's and July Talk. Yeah. We have tickets to... You're missing one big one. The one I'm possibly the most excited for. What the fuck am I missing? Massey Hall again. I was crawling in the... Oh, my God. Fleet Foxes. Yeah, I was like, what the shit? Fleet Foxes are coming back. Their first album in six years comes out next month, no, Mm -hmm. in June. And they're finally playing in Toronto. And that's the one I'm like, oh, this is going to be impossible to get tickets for. Mm -hmm. And I had to, like, do some uh, investigating to find pre-sale codes. And I'm Mm -hmm. so stoked because I got this 100, like, center, like, ground floor center uh, seat seats to Fleet Foxes. (laughs) So, Which I'm so, so stoked for. So stoked for. Um, I think it's like, I'm sure we'll get more tickets to other shows like moving forward. Um, as I was saying earlier, I was really upset that I missed seeing it. I usually get like Live Nation or Ticketmaster updates on my phone um, for what shows are coming to town. And the one who I've wanted to see forever is Ryan Adams. And unfortunately, all those tickets sold out to Massey Hall yet again. Yeah. So I can't go. Um, but John, he, he, like, never really listened to Ryan Adams outside of, like, I guess the stuff I've played for you off I, 1989. I really only know his Taylor Swift cover album. Yeah. that's all you've played me. Because I always just, I know he's not Brian Adams. I know they don't make the same music. Yeah. But I always just associate Ryan and Brian Adams as the same person. So I'm like, eh. Well, and so, like, one thing, and I don't think we've spoken about this, is because we have the new receiver finally came in and the we have John's new record player hooked yeah. up. Have yeah. you spoken about that? No, but we're almost done. So I was going to say, uh, I guess we can... Uh, I almost rather keep that because I wanted to talk about St. Patrick's Day maybe. Okay. So and on St. Patrick's Day, and then we'll talk receiver stuff next week. Okay. So I'll just say, we finally listened to Ryan Adams, yeah. and John didn't realize that he like liked it so much, and that they sound very similar to Avid Brothers. And one of his songs was on Scrubs. Yeah. So too bad we missed that, but hopefully he'll come back. And we've been listening to Chicago, and Chicago and Doobie Brothers are playing the uh, Molson Amphitheater. Do you want to go see them? I do, but that's okay. We don't have to go. Okay. But why don't you tell everyone about St. Patrick's Day, then we'll end this thing, because we're already at an hour. (laughs) St. Patrick's Day was pretty crazy. For whatever reason, I always feel like we have such random St. Patrick's Days, where we do, like, multiple things, or we always end up going out, and, like, shenanigans happen. Um, So, true to form, my brother was playing Poppers on St. Patrick's Day, 
And we had initially had no plans. Tesla texted and was like, hey, Val, is your brother playing anywhere? And I'm like, oh, funnily enough, he's playing poppers in the Madison. So why don't a bunch of us go out um, and watch him play there? We'll just rally after work. And so it was pretty fun. Me, you, Sean, Tesla, um, Maneri, friend MC, and like Miranda and some other friends are supposed to come meet us. Uh, Ferris was like trying to find us in the city and so we ended up at Poppers we stayed there for like a few hours yeah like three hours probably and so it was pretty fun I felt like my brother put on like a really good show um, it was really nice out in the city as well that day and so we hung out there and then we're like okay well I guess we're going pub hopping yeah. or whatever so we left at about 10 30 we were there at six yeah. and so we left at like 10 30 and I'm like man I'm starving and so we went across the street and got poutine what's it from Steve's what Smokes poutine. Smokes poutineery. Why do I still not like want to make that a thing? Um, and so it was pretty funny. Like I just felt like we were like, like hamming it up. I hope you wrote something on the chalkboard. I can't remember if you wrote live at six oh five. So if you guys go to facebook.com slash live605, you'll see that not only did we write that, but we took a video of it. Oh, my God. I totally was so I, I wrote something. Then you erased it because you said it wasn't big enough. Oh, yeah, probably. That seems like something. So go I see did. what we wrote on the page. I took a video. And actually, this is clearly I did this right when we saw Get Out because I put a song to the video. And I'll post this again on uh, the Facebook page, but listen to the song I chose. Mm. Well, nope. That's not the song. <laughs> this one here. Redbone. <laughs> nice. Oh, I wrote it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so good. Anyways. So I guess it's like one of those things I may have drank more than I thought I drank that day. Because um, I don't remember any of that. Um, and so from there, we tried to go to the Madison where my brother was playing. But the lineup at the Madison was like all the way to Bloor Street almost. Plus, you know how many bros are going to be there on St. Patrick's yeah, Day? Yeah, like, you know how hilarious the Madison would have been on St. Patrick's Day? Like, no. that is my type of energy that I would love, right? Like, I feel like my energy is the same amount as when I was in my early 20s where John is like, your energy is gone. That's because I'm not in my early 20s. I can't be hanging out with 19-year-olds at the Madison. Not on St. Not on Patrick's Day. No. Why? Those are the funniest days. No, because you're too nice of a person. You don't, like I said, you don't see the pervs of the world. I only let them into my turnstile. Exactly. Board. But you know how many pervs, drunk, crazies there are out there, especially on St. Patrick's Day? You know what these people do to my holiday of my people? What? First of all, do I have to tell you about like the potato famines and all the stuff that you didn't even we know went you were through? Irish for like the longest time. I, I but I am. <laughs> now you know. And people just think, oh, St. Patrick's Day, green and drinking nuts. Like, no, we've been through some shit. What shit? The potato famine. Oh, okay. <laughs> Keep going. So then from there, we're like, okay. I'm an well, Irish immigrant from Ottawa. Let's pop hop to the next place. So from there, we hauled ass in like. One of those van cabs to, um, what you would call it? Say what? Uh, say what? And we didn't stay there long. Although I wish we did because I actually really like that bar. Um, from there, we went down the street to this other bar called, uh, what the fuck is it? Scotland Some Yard. Balance. Yeah, Scotland Yard. Scotland Yard, which was, to me, that was more bro uh, <coughs> It was bro but it was a little bit older. It was like 25 to 35. What? 
right? Yeah, you don't think I'm scoping out people and like that place fire was exits so and everything. There, what fire exits? We were in a makeshift table. I know, but I was scouting wall, it all out. Right? And so that place was like down. super douchey. So we left there at about like midnight, but at that point I realized we'd been like out for like six hours, yeah. so I was fine with that. Um, so then, yeah, it was just like all in all a really well, successful St. Patrick's Day. I clearly don't day. remember what happened when we drove home. No. Someone got oh, yeah. stabbed to death down Oops. Young Street. At, tang, 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 tang. We're driving up Young Street at Young and Dundas. I don't know, we're telling sad stories. That's all we do is tell a sad story to end the podcast. It always ends on a sad oh, story. Go. So Did they catch the person? It wasn't person. It was persons, oh. plural. No, and what is it? From Gerard, from Young Street, uh, from Gerard South to Dundas, was blocked off with police tape because someone got stabbed to death by a bunch of people. That's not fine. Did he die? I don't remember if he died. But anyways, so we had to take an alternative route home. I'm like, thank God we didn't walk home. Like, obviously, this all happened yeah. before we were in that area. But just uh, be safe out there, people. Be safe out there, people. I think it's just, like, it's it's pretty hit or miss in that area. Oh, yeah, because that reminded me. Because the next day when I, we were walking to work, like, on the following Monday, for whatever reason, and I, I've taken John's method of walking to work where you just go with the lights. Green right? lights. When a green light, you just keep walking. And so for whatever reason, I chose to walk all the way down Young Street to work for the most part. I'm like, ah. Um, Can you be careful, please? But for happier things, if you want to see what St. Patrick's Day looked like, experience just, go, oh, go no. to facebook to yeah. see the video yeah and then check out the pic collage that i posted from st patrick's day on yeah. our instagram Didn't you get like 60 likes on that one you know it well next week you'll have to tell everyone why you only got 30 likes on an axe throwing picture bullshit but uh why don't we end this thing now i have a list of bands of the week and uh you tell me which one you prefer okay so we got kendrick gorilla obviously well let me just give you my list because you might want to hold out would i though Kendrick Gorillaz, White Lies, no. Calvin Harris featuring Frank Ocean and Migos. I do like that song. Spoon, but no. no. Little Dragon, no. So let's go with Kendrick first. Kendrick dropped two songs, right, in yeah. the past like week. Yeah. Th- say? By the time this comes out, hopefully his new album's out. Basically, uh, he his new right al- now it's April first. Yeah, and there's a rumor that his new album's coming out April fourth. So pretty excited. Um, we've been gunning for, like, new material. I thought To Pimp a Butterfly has been, like, an incredible album. Yeah. Um, and I've been listening a lot to that. But he dropped his last song, like, what is it, like, on Tuesday like, on, last week? No, Friday. He put out, uh, two weeks ago, he put out a song called The Heart Part 4 yeah. on Friday, which, before every album, he puts out The Heart, Part 1, mm-hmm. 2, 3, and 4. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that song, he says, you have until April 4th to get your shit together, which is the rumor. Yeah. And then this Friday, he put out a new song called Humble, which I want to make yeah. the band of the week. And not only did he put out a new song, he put out an amazing new video. It's all fucking fierce. Yeah. Like, all parts of this, like, entire scenario are amazing. Like... Okay, I will and, say, like, The Heart is, yeah. like, five songs in one, yeah. which is incredible. And it's so topical that I, I'm loving rap these days and hip-hop because they'll actually call upon Trump. Yeah. And Trump rhymes with so many fun things. Trump, chump. Rump. Dump. Yeah. Stump. Right? Like, all these Hump. great things. And so Lump. Kendrick actually manages to talk about, Hump. like, stuff that happened, like, two weeks ago in the States with, like, Trump and, like, Putin, which is awesome. Which and, also rhymes with a ton of shit. Yeah. Uh, and since the song's only three minutes long, I'm gonna do. I've never ever done this for a band of the week. Mm. Usually, when I give out our contact information, I start the song. Mm. This song's so good. I'm gonna wait till we say our goodbye so people can hear the full song. Yeah. 
So why don't we give out our contact information? So, guys, thank you for coming along the Season 14 ride with us. If you want to get in contact with me and check out some of the cool shit we've been up to, it's ValGomez23 on Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at MalinCamp. Uh, oddly enough, I was checking my stats. The most likes I've ever gotten is on my Atlanta promo picture. Wow. Again, people are in the know. So give that. It's got over 40 likes. Can you Probably believe just that like shit? like that shirt that you wore that most guys have. Most guys. I've known who started this shit. Me and Donald Glover and that guy from that home hardware commercial. Exactly. Adam? <laughs> <laughs> and then Facebook.com slash live605 to see pictures, videos, memes, gifts, and all that shit. And then on iTunes. Drop us a comment on our iTunes page because every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the news and noteworthy. So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Be easy. Now let's get into Kendrick Lamar's Humble from his Ooh. yet untitled new album. 10 out of 10. We get a weakness. You got to see this. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I remember syrup sandwiches and crime allowances. Vanessa nigga with some counterfeits, but now I'm counting this. Parmesan with my accountant lives. In fact, I'm down in this. Do say with my boo tastes like Photoshop. Show me something natural like Afro-Roll with your pride. Show me something natural like ass with some stretch marks. Still a take you down right on your mama couch and polo sack. Hey, this shit way too crazy. Hey, you do not amaze me. Hey, I blew cool from ACA. Obama just page me. Hey, I don't fabricate it. Hey, most of y'all be faking. Hey, I stay modest about it. Hey, she elaborated. Hey, this that great poupon, that AV on that TED talk. Hey, watch my soul speak. You let the meds talk. If I kill a nigga, it won't be the alcohol. Hey, I'm the realest nigga after all. Bitch, be humble. Hold up, bitch. Sit down. Be humble. Hold up, bitch. Sit down. Be humble. Bitch, sit down. Be humble. Sit down. Be humble. Sit down. Be humble. Sit down. Be humble. Bitch, sit down. Be humble. Sit down.
John Mallon and Val Gomez.